welcome back to Write Damn It with me, Zoe Richards, your host. This is the podcast for writers of all kinds who maybe get stuck with your writing. This podcast will help you get unstuck and help re-motivate you so that you get the writing done. Episode 69, and are you ready for a writing reboot? I find it's helpful every now and again just to regain focus on what it is that we're doing. Now, you might remember from episode 67 that I did an introduction to the writing reboot, and it's all based around the Write Dammit writing mindset formula that I've used for myself, and I know other people have used too. And as a result of using this formula, there's people who have got wins or at least shortlists in competitions and there's people who have got publication deals as well. So I think this is something that is actually proving to help people reboot their writing but also work towards the success they want. Now you might be sitting there thinking to yourself, I'm not that bothered about getting a publication deal or you know what, first of all I'd just like to finish a first draft. Well, this formula still works for you as well. So as a reminder, it's a six-step formula and it goes like this. So step one is focus finder and I'll be going into more detail on that today. Then we've got step two, which is sabotage signals. Step three is habits that help. Step four is triggers and response. And step five is kindness and care. And that's followed up by step six, because all of that doesn't matter one jot if you're not going to write, damn it. So you can see where the name of the podcast came from, because it's step six in my writing mindset formula. Okay, so today we're going to talk about Focus Finder. It might be strange to say this to you, but I am going to reckon that the majority of what you do is done by chance. And what I mean by that is that we kind of get onto autopilot with pretty much everything we do. So we get up in the morning, we go through our morning routine, have breakfast if that's what we usually do, get ourselves ready for the work day or for the looking after the kids day, whatever it is that is your normal routine day. And you will follow things through step by step the way that you do every day. There's a chance as well in all of that that you will spend some time scrolling on social media And what you're doing is allowing your current habit base to dictate what you're doing. You make decisions. So you go to go perhaps to do the food shopping. And if you haven't written a shopping list, then you will pick up the things that you see. So you're shopping by chance. What's the thing that the supermarket has decided to push in front of you? Have you ever noticed that the things that they want to sell are the things that you see first? So that is you doing your shopping by chance and not on purpose. So with step one and focus finder, this is about being deliberate with our decisions. And with your writing, if you know that you want to achieve something and that achieving something may simply be, I want to start writing. It may be, I want to finish writing this chapter. It may be, I want to finish writing a first draft and so on. Whatever it is for you, if you are not managing to achieve what you're setting out to do, the chances are 
that you are not making deliberate decisions. And that is normal. That is the way we are all wired. We are wired to follow the way in which our habits are set up. We are wired to follow the way in which we are encouraged by social media, by the TV, by what's written in the newspapers and is on the internet news, whatever it is that you use as a form of gathering news. Your decisions are going to be pushed at the moment by other people. So what you do, you are leaving to chance. Do you really want to leave your decisions to chance? And this is particularly relevant, by the way, as we go into an election year in both the UK and the US. These are big. This is a big election year for both countries. And we are in a situation here in the UK where there will be people who will vote on chance. It won't be a deliberate voting decision. It will be a a decision that is formed by what input you get from social media, from the news, from right-wing newspapers, from the people that are pushed into your feed on Twitter, X, or wherever else. Because believe me, that's exactly what is happening. So when we think of our writing, if you are in that same process of chance, you're going to potentially allow what happens in your day to dictate what happens in your writing. Now, I know this from personal experience and not just from before I set up this writing mindset formula, but also from literally last year. So in 2023, I started off the year with a concept for book two. Do you know what? I've not quite finished the first draft. I will have finished it by the end of January because I'm now being deliberate and I'm back to using my formula. But when I didn't apply my formula, what happened was that I found myself letting my writing happen by chance. And quite often what that meant was I wasn't doing my writing. Now, another thing that interferes with this process is all around multitasking. Do you remember the research a few years back now that told us that women are better at multitasking than men? I've got news for you. What that research actually told us, not the bit that was pushed to us by the media, but what it actually told us was that nobody is any good at multitasking. However, women are less bad at multitasking than men are. Interesting, isn't it? Because the media was telling us women are better at multitasking than men. But in actual fact, what it really means is that we're doing a timeshare. You remember the timeshares with um, hotel accommodation where you would have a week or a two week period that was yours to go to that villa or what have you? It's the same when we're trying to multitask. We are setting up a timeshare in our head because it's actually impossible for our brain to concentrate on two things at once. Now, having said that, there are ways in which we can use two parts of the brain at the same time. So you might be driving at the moment, driving on a motorway. It doesn't take an awful lot of concentration because there's not a lot of cars there and you're able to listen to this podcast at the same time. Or maybe you're walking the dog and you're listening to this podcast. That form of multitasking It does work because one part of what we're doing doesn't require any concentration. 
I would say that there is some element of concentration with your driving and it has been proven that by research again that if we are using a mobile phone or if we're listening to something in the radio on the radio at a time where we need to fully concentrate on our driving our ability to drive when we are listening to something, be it on the mobile phone or be it on the radio, is diminished to the level as if we were doing drink driving. So we do need to be aware that there are times with driving where we can't do both because both the listening to the podcast and the concentrating on our driving does actually diminish our ability to concentrate on both. I've noticed when I'm parking the car, if I'm listening to something on the radio, even if it's music, I have to switch it off in order to be able to concentrate on parking well. I make an absolute hash of it if I try and park at the same time as listening to something on the radio. Interesting, isn't it? (laughs) So this research out there that is showing us we cannot do both. We can't do the concentrating on two things at the same time. So if you're double screening, and if you've not come across double screening, that's where, for example, you're watching TV and you're scrolling through your phone. Research shows that we can't actually take in sufficient of both things. So your brain is flitting between both. It's trying to split itself between both things that we are thinking we are multitasking on, thinking that we're concentrating on. Because we're doing this flitting between the two, and that flitting can be almost constant, it means we're not picking up what we need to pick up. So if you're listening to this podcast now, and you're also trying to write something, or you're also scrolling through your phone, the chances are you won't learn from what you're scrolling through and the podcast. And if you are trying to do that flitting between the two, that double screening, the chances are you're not learning from either. What happens is our brain takes time to reconnect. Now, this happens with, if you've got on your computer, if you have it set up so that you get a notification when an email comes in, that is a form of multitasking that is encouraging our brains to flit between the two things. You might say to yourself, but it's okay because I don't look at the email until later on. You've still stopped your brain from going into its flow. So if you are writing and you've put some time aside to write and then you get a ping of a message on your phone or on the laptop that's telling you that there is an email there, your brain is taken out of the flow of writing. And what you're going to need to do is now get back into concentrating on your writing and give yourself the opportunity to get back into flow. But there's something interesting here. We don't get into flow as quick as we think we do. The more we practice getting into flow, the quicker we are. But for the majority of us, it takes somewhere between 60 and 90 minutes for us to truly get into flow. So for the rest of us, and you know, there's seldom times where I'm doing an hour to 90 minutes worth of writing. So for most of us, we're in a scenario where we are working up to flow when we are finding that time to write. As a result, if we've got other things that distract us, what's happening is we are stopping ourselves from even getting close to the start of getting into flow. So my recommendation to you in this step one of Focus Finder is to decide what really is important to you. Is it having those notifications 
or is it having uninterrupted time to write? If it's to have the notifications, great. Knock yourself out, keep the notifications going. But ask yourself at the end of a week or the end of a month, how's that worked for you? Have you managed to achieve a goal of a set number of words or an amount of time that you're going to write for each day or each week? Or are you still sitting there going, I am going to write, I will write, I will finish this chapter, I will finish this first draft, I will finish this edit. If it's not working for you, look at the evidence. Interestingly, by the way, we have a a part in our frontal lobe that is the part that monitors how well we're doing at something. Now, that frontal lobe is also the bit that engages with multitasking. So when we monitor how well we're doing at at the multitasking, guess what happens? We tell ourselves we're good at it because it's the same part of the brain. So you've got to look outside of your brain for data. That data will be things like, have I written every day when I said I was going to write every day? I use the bestseller experiment, 200 words a day tracker. So you can just go onto the bestseller experiment. You don't have to be signed up as as one of their academates. You can do it without being signed up to that. And you can track doing 200 words a day. What you generally find in their research of looking at the uh, data around what do most people do when they track doing the 200 words a day, most people write more than 200 words. I think it's over 600 words a day is the average for people who are using the 200 words a day. I know that Amanda Berryman uses the process that I think it came from Seinfeld, who did the whole thing of don't break the chain. She enters on, so Amanda Berryman, she enters onto a spreadsheet every single day to demonstrate to herself that she's not broken the chain. I think she allows herself so many breaks in the chain. So she allows herself something like four or five breaks in a period. So that might be a month's period. And that allows her to have a day, perhaps a week where she's not writing because life you know, gets in the way. And incidentally, she's not somebody who has life easy. So don't think to yourself that people who manage to use these ways of working with their writing have life easy. I did my best writing when I was working full time, the only carer for my mum who had broken her back, carer for my husband with his MS worsening for him, and other things going on in my life as well. And I did my first draft of Garden in Her... I can't get my own title of my own novel right. Garden of Her Heart. I wrote my first draft of that in three months, despite how busy I was and despite everything going on in my life. And that's because I set up a focus for myself. I'm going to write a first draft in three months and I set up a routine for myself. So with step one, with the focus finder, First of all, I'm going to give you three things to do here. The first one is know what your focus is. Decide on something. And you know, it doesn't matter what it is. I Before I came across the bestseller experiment, 200 words a day, I had the 150 rule. So you can use the 150 rule. You are only allowed to write 150 words, no more per day. So start off with that maybe, or use the tracking of the 200 words a day with the bestseller experiment. Alternatively, you could say you are simply going to finish a chapter of 3,000 words by the end of this month. And that's okay. Whatever it is, give yourself that focus. Now that you've given yourself the focus, determine that you are not going to multitask. 
leave your phone in another room, switch off notifications, find some way to enable yourself to have totally focused time, undistracted time. If it helps you to be undistracted by playing ambient music, and when you're writing words, by the way, again, research proves that it's ambient music, it sounds, and some people have done research into saying that it's actually repeating the same piece of music again and again and again, and again, that's ambient music that helps you to focus and find flow quicker. So, Find whatever it is that helps you to be undistracted. You may need to say to family, I'm going to have this 15 minutes of undistracted time. I need you to allow me to have that time. I got up in the morning when I I wrote my first draft in three months. I got up half an hour earlier. I hated it on the odd occasion. My husband then got up in my writing time. How dare he? And I found that using that time, knowing that I wasn't going to distract, get distracted at all, meant that I was able to focus without any distractions. So remove those distractions. Multitasking is not going to work. And then the other thing is to allow yourself to practice. So once you know what your focus is, practice and see if it works for you. If it doesn't, adjust. And it's absolutely okay to know partway through the way I'm focusing on this doesn't work for me. I am now going to adapt it. What I want you to avoid doing is saying that focus finder step of Zoe's didn't work, so I'm not doing it anymore. What you need to do is look for what's the method of being focused that works for you. And that's why step one is called focus finder. It's not just about having a focus, it's about finding your focus. So those are your three steps. Decide what your focus is, remove all distractions that you can remove from your life so that you can do this writing for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, half an hour, an hour, whatever's going to work for you. And thirdly, practice and practice till you find that focus that works for you. So there you go. That is step one. Next week is sabotage signals. So we'll be having a look at the part that sabotage plays because I can absolutely guarantee you after you've found your focus, you are going to sabotage yourself. How do I know that? Well, apart from the research, I've got personal experience of sabotaging myself, sabotaging my writing. So I'm going to take you through sabotage signals and how to work with those moments when you do sabotage yourself. Okay, there you go. That's it for today. I'll leave you to it. Happy writing. May you find your focus and may the words flow for you. And I will see you on the next episode.